Easter weekend and Welsh rugby. Welcome to the Principality Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Community Director Garrett John welcomes the success of the Year 7s. We've got over 4,000 children here and I think as a governing body we've got to be pleased and, and the standard has been excellent as well in terms of the boys' tournaments and the girls' tournaments. Cardiff Slower-Hart-Merlin looks ahead to a crucial few weeks for the Capital Club in Cup and League. I've got a massive month Ponty and Murphy at the end of the month of the Principality so any slip up there and we could lose the final or whatever and the league so it's, uh, yeah, it's quite tense. Are we still plenty to play for a Judgment Day for Scarlet's coach Wayne Pivak? For us is Europe next year, obviously, which is uh, something that we're very proud to say that you know we've been in every year, the, the top echelon of European rugby, and we, we want to maintain that. So, no regions in action in Europe this week, but still plenty going on in Welsh rugby. We're going to start with the Earth Sevens, a quite remarkable event staged over a week. Liz Jones was there to gather some opinions on how it all went, starting with WIU Community Director Garen John. Garrett, how impressed have you been with the LWIU 7s throughout this week? I think it's a tournament when we've got over 4,000 children here and uh, all the schools and all the teachers giving up their time. So uh, I think as a governing body, we've got to be pleased. And, and the standard has been excellent as well in terms of the boys' tournaments and the girls' tournaments. We've got quite a large number of teams. But also, you know, we're fortunate we've got a partner in the Earth as well who uh, uh, support us or perhaps we support them. But collectively and together, we've actually touched wood. We've come up with a, an outstanding tournament in these last five days. And what are the standards that you've seen uh, throughout the age groups this week? I think the standard's been excellent. I think from talking to people, teachers, saying you know how it's improved, not just, as I said, in the boys' game, but also in the girls' game. A lot more teams. But uh, in terms of the skill sets that they're showing, in terms of you know the catch, pass, the tackle techniques, the running, the scoring tries, and that's pleasing to see. And hopefully that'll help keeps growing the game. But also for these young players, hopefully they they get encouraged to stay in the game and want to keep playing in the future. It's quite a leveller sevens uh, with the right fitness. There's teams here that have done well who haven't played much before, competing against the more traditional sides who have done well already in the past years. Yeah, I think we know we've had new teams of one, you know, the pant on day one, haven't won here before, you know, yeah, you can say some of the schools, you know, Glant have winning, but you've got North Wales winning as well, uh, from Bala winning in terms of the, the women's programme. That's nice to see in terms of a variety of teams and different teams actually winning, and uh, it's not all about the winning, but it's also nice to have the teams, you know, when you have 99 teams here on day one, you know, over about 120 teams on, on Thursday here, it just shows the enthusiasm that schools have and teachers have for this programme, and uh, the aim is to keep going and keep growing, and hopefully we'll get more teams next year, and, uh, and the and still keeps coming out. Is that a, a big advantage of sevens, though? Is it? It's very inclusive. Yeah, it is. It's sort of, you look at all the, you know, look at all the teams that, the, all the players that are here. Some haven't played before, but I think they go away knowing that they've had a touch of the ball. They've been involved constantly throughout the day, throughout the game, and it's been a big ask for them. You know, some some teams have had to play nine games in one day to to get to the final, um, and that's a lot to ask. But I think everybody that's been here, and every child that's been here, probably you know they've had a touch of the ball, or they've been in a defensive situation, but they've had to do something which maybe they wouldn't have that opportunity in if, if it was 15 aside. Some of the players on the show today are, have been named in the Wales Women Emerging Squad. 
again, this is another pathway for players to come through to under-18s and senior programmes. Yeah, you know, some of these girls that are playing, you know, some of the schools, you've got a, a school, Dufferin Amman, you know, a couple of girls there who are also in the merging, as you said. Uh, but also other girls as well. You know, they trained last night, but it's an opportunity for them to play games today. And the more the girls play, the more they get exposed to the game, the more they have to make decisions, hopefully the better they will be. And, you know, some of them will end up playing for Wales in the emerging. And you never know, some of them may end up playing for Wales in the in the senior squad in, in terms of SEMS as well. And uh, that's what it's about as well, you know. A lot of people come here, a lot of people come to watch. We've also got talent here, not only in the women's game, and the girls' game with players probably will play for Wales in the future but probably there are boys who in here as well who probably also will play professional rugby in the future as well. Nice to see a mixed ability element too with some uh, SEN groups and schools represented here today. Yes, you know, you've got this, the serious side with the under-18s on some of the pitches and then you turn over and you look at uh, those youngsters playing with all our apprentices and referees and volunteers out there with just smiles on their faces. They just love running around, having fun, you know, scoring tries, celebrating with each other. And that's what the nature of the game is. It just shows that it's sort of, yeah, you've got maybe, some people say, the elite level in terms of people wanting to win, but also you've got the fun element as well. And that's what it's about. And hopefully everybody will have fun by the end of the day. Gary Lewis, sports director for the Earth. How much of a success has this week been on and off the pitch? Well, it's been fantastic. Not just the success on the pitch, but the office as well. Seeing so many people watching the matches. Uh, we've had well over 4,000 participants playing all week and it's, it's just been fantastic to, speak, to see teams from all over Wales participating here in such a fantastic event. Quality on the pitch and then also there's a whole lot of inclusion as well with teams that perhaps haven't played before. Yeah, it's been great to see teams like Fitzalan School playing who were part of our legacy project uh, following last year's successful SEMS. And I think it's the partnership now between the Earth and the WRA was getting stronger. And I think our connection with clubs and with schools is, is getting more engaging with more children and getting more people playing. Is that the ultimate aim, really? The ultimate aim, yeah, is to, is to get a high standard competition, but for participation and to increase the participation. We want to be the Welsh Rosslyn Park, really, and I'm sure we'll get there. Great to see the mixability um, element today, too. Yeah, it is. I think it's fundamental that they are part of the growth, and to see so many uh, children and young people enjoy themselves there was fantastic, and I'm sure that'll grow again next year. You've spotted some talent to become a representative side for Monaco. I've been speaking to the WRU boys who were looking at the talent and they said it's been really successful and we should have a really good squad for that. Helen Ball, I'm a teacher at Riverbank School. Tell us how your school is taking part in today's Ayers uh, WRU 7s. Well, we've got um, a little squad of year 5s and 6s and they're absolutely loving today. Just taking part, being included in something like this is very important to our children. I mean, they're getting lots of um, opportunities to work as a team. The competitive edge is really good for them and they're keeping fit and they're having loads of fun. So it's been fantastic today. Is rugby something they do usually? No, we've actually only just had a little trial with a few of the children. They really loved it. They love passing the rugby ball. Um, so, that, no, it's something we've just done quite recently, but they, they loved it. And it's nice to be part of a big competition like this and to be, as you say, included in it. Yeah, because they, you know, they're just as part. You know, it's really nice to play against other schools. The other schools are really friendly. And, and it's just, it's really good fun, but it's really good for social interaction and just a little bit of competition is quite good for them. 
Great. Something you're going to carry on with now in school? Yeah, I think um, I always think they'll be playing for Wales next. So, yeah, I think we will. Thank you. Thank you. listening to the Principality Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Clarathlon Nervin was there as a rugby teacher at Glantarv in Cardiff, but he also faces a couple of crucial weeks as a player for Cardiff. He too spoke to Liz Jones. So, um, successful week here with Glantarv? Yeah, it's been good. Our year race win the cup, year 11 win the cup, and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll see how the seniors get along today. But And then the other boys have, have, uh, have gone well, developing skills and a uh, bit of character to dig in in the, in the tough games. That's girls too? The girls as well, they've been 7, 8 and fair play, Catherine and Manon, who are six formers, they've been developing, they've been taking that, so fair play to them, Joe, giving those opportunities to the girls, been fantastic. Fantastic week for all round really here this, this year. Yes, it has been. You know, I've been mostly impressed with. Is obviously develops the rugby skills, but the teamwork they got a grit in because sevens isn't isn't an easy game. So it's tough going when you stiffen up and have to go for your eighth, ninth game. So then a bit of true grit and character comes through. So it's been really good as character building for our pupils as well. And then on a personal level, obviously going well in the cup and, and league at the moment with Cardiff. How is that sitting at the moment in terms of the devil and the both challenges? Yeah, it's going well. Uh, we try to not think about because if you start thinking about oh, the cup finals and etc., put a bit more pressure on yourself. So we'll just play each game. I've got a massive month, Ponty, then Merthyr at the end, another month in the Principality. So any slip up there and we could be out of, of the running and obviously out of the lose the final or whatever and the league so it's uh, yeah, it's quite tense but I think we've got a very good squad good depth with us quite fresh at the moment so hopefully in uh, two months time we'll have a bit of some. Yeah it's been a big turnaround for Cardiff what would you put that down to this season? Um, yeah it has been I think we've recruited really well for the summer a couple of experienced boys like Morgan Allen and Martin Roberts come in coaches in Gethin Jenkins and TRT I think there's been a big big improvement and uh, just professionalise everything down at Cardiff House Park with us so yeah the, the training is really good and it's quite specific to uh, delivering what we've been uh, working on in the week with the coaches so uh, it's been going well There's a good relationship with the region as well Yes very good Joe obviously there's a close link Joe with a bit of a a younger brother to Cardiff Blues really where we've got a lot of boys coming in uh, through the academy and stuff so that's been going well as well and it's nice to see got a couple of Glantar boys have been playing with them in Max Llewellyn and Johan Davis so it's good to see that transition from school into the academy and now playing with Cardiff RFC and hopefully both of them and boys in the future from Glantar will push on to bigger and better things Playing alongside them for Cardiff is that slightly odd yeah no it's, it's been good Joe, we've, I say we've, we've got a good relationship between us so it's, it's something I've been quite proud of playing alongside the boys there's a couple of Welsh speakers down at Cardiff RFC so the small talk on the pitch is in Welsh so it's, it's quite good Merthyr then in the final you know obviously they've go for the double double how will you look at that game in particular we haven't really looked at Merthyr at the moment because we've got Ponty coming up but Merthyr are Merthyr they'll be powerful they'll be big they'll be quite direct and Joey beat him once already this year lost out in the opening game of the season I think it was it was quite close so we'll back ourselves when it comes to the game but Joey won't be thinking about Merthyr until that Tuesday night before the cup final 
Was it the last time you were at the final that uh, the Llandevry game? You know, there's some big players in the Cardiff side then who went on to bigger and better things. Do you think there'll be players in your side now that are going to do the same as the likes of Jamie Roberts, Lee Halfpenny? Yeah, that's the hope, isn't it? When you chose uh, the baggy shirts and the cotton traders were on um, and yeah, you see Halfpenny and Jamie Roberts playing in those sides and hopefully we'll be looking back in 10 years' time and maybe looking at this cup final and looking at... Max Dwellin, Ben Thomas, Johan Davis, both of me, uh, hopefully, Joe Boys who have kicked on and are playing international and hopefully Lions, etc. So, so it's, it's a good stepping stone. Hopefully, we'll be looking uh, through the archives with, with a smile on our faces, knowing the boys have gone on to bigger and better things. You missed out with Newport last year as well, having moved on, so you'd be keen to get some silverware yourself too. Yeah, it's, it's quite nice because uh, I left Newport and they got to the finals. Quite nice that we got to the final with Cardiff this year. Uh, hopefully, I'll get in the squad because it's very competitive. It's match day 23. But um, yeah, I've, I've never won a cup, never won uh, a league on a personal note, and obviously, so you, you play to win cups and leagues, so it'd be quite good to maybe look back in a couple of years with uh, a couple of wins, leagues and caps in, in the mic belt. Right, OK, Diach. OK, Away from the Earth Sevens, it was the last game in charge of the Scarlets for Wayne Pivak and some of his coaching team. A comfortable victory over Zebra, meaning they finished in style at Parker Scarlets and kept their season alive ahead of Judgment Day. For us is Europe next year, obviously, which is uh, something that we're very proud to say that you know we've been in every year, the, the, the top um, echelon of European rugby, and we, we want to maintain that. So that's a, a firm focus for us. But also, um, top three is mathematically still a go. So you never say never, really. And uh, as you mentioned, the, the results this weekend have, have shown that. So we've still got to focus and just get our part of the equation right, which is a game against the Dragons. And as we all know, any team in their last game of the season, and they know it's their last game, throw the kitchen sink at it, and then enjoy the, the break. So it's a derby, and they haven't been always that, that easy, those encounters. So we've got to do our part and then wait and see what happens. Can you see Edinburgh losing to Glasgow and Benetton losing to Zebra? Glasgow are playing very, very well. And they've got a hell of a lot to play for, obviously, that number one spot. And if they drop a game, then um, they don't get that home semi-final. So they'll be gunning for that. You know, that game is realistic. It's at Scottston. So uh, the big one is um, in Zebra, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll be sending them over some uh, brains, some Prosecco and whatever it takes. So, um, look, we'll just wait and see what happens. We know it has been your final game at Park Scarlets tonight as a Scarlets head coach. Emotional? Um, I wouldn't say emotional in that you just get... You know, it's what we do and prepare the team all week long. It was another game of rugby and not so much emotional, but just very pleasing that we're able to put a scarlet stamp on the end of the game for the fans and for the players who enjoy playing that way and, and to see them free up and scoring some long-range tries was, was great. Coaches as well, Stephen, and Bywin as well, which has been announced um, that he's leaving the Scarlets. Just nice for them to get the recognition as well. Yeah, very much so. Look, <clears throat> we've had a, a great time. We've, well, I've been very, very fortunate that not only have... You know, I've come to a great club and <clears throat> we've had some success along the way. Uh, I've got some great friendships out of it you know, with some of the players and, and obviously some of the staff, backroom staff, and, and the coaches have been fantastic. Look, we're, um, we're very lucky that we get on very, very well away from the game. There's a lot of things that we enjoy doing together, tasting the red wine, a nice Rioja. All the boys seem to enjoy that. 
but I say that in, in all sincerity, it's, um, we, we've got some things we enjoy doing together and it's, it's spending time, we have to spend a lot of time together obviously, so that compatibility is really important and we've had that here at the Scarlet, so um, they'll be lifelong friends, I know. Okay. Wayne, you mentioned about the derbies to come, um, how different is it playing at the national stage um, as part of Judgment Day? Well, for a start, it's really enjoyable. You're in the, the home of Welsh rugby. Good-sized crowd there. We've got some players that are fortunate enough to play in that stadium on a regular basis for the national side. So uh, for those guys, they love getting out there. And it's a derby match. And as we saw in the game out here, that it wasn't a one-sided affair. So we know that this game is going to be another good challenge for us. Um, but I think if we can get our A game in order, we'd want to go there full of confidence and hopefully get the job done, that's certainly what we'll be trying to achieve. And compared to other years, there seems to be, on both games, something riding on, on this occasion? Yeah, very much so for us. You know, we do our part in the mathematical equation we've talked about, that's all we can do. And then, you know, hopefully at the end of it, we're not sitting fifth. We're sitting either fourth or third, and that's certainly what we'll be trying to do. And to keep our fans' hopes alive and the club's hopes of, of European rugby and, well, if other results went our way, who knows? So that's it for this week's Principality Welsh Rugby Union podcast. We'll be looking forward to Judgment Day and Finals Day next week. But until then, goodbye.